Every year, golden trophies are handed out in the form of a silver surfer that's gold. Um, so that the Oscars, gold yeah, surfer. gold surfer. surfer. There we go. No surfboard, but still. Welcome back for the Awesome Village. My name is Greg, and joining me is Ryan, John, and I'm Glenn. So uh, we actually get together pretty much every year, and you know, Glenn and I used to do the Oscar showcase for a bit and watch all the films. Yeah. Now they kind of get hard to find with all the streaming services too. Uh, but the the Oscars have announced their nominees and. And there wasn't any controversy at all. Never. <laughs> it never is. <laughs> Every, everyone was just so happy and joyous oh. and celebrating the, the, the current crop of, of Hollywood films. Just a few angry females out there. But. <laughs> That's all. Actually, I thought for the most part the, the nominees were pretty diverse. Yeah. This was, I think, yeah, and like international too. So, the all. So how did, I got the nominees pulled up on the, the official Oscar.org Let's website. start with the big boy. The best picture? The big one. That does, that's not where it starts. Let the me find great this. picture. What a great picture. The best picture of the year. Okay, so... How many nominees were there? Ten. There are always ten now. I noticed always ten the, now? I thought they had... They, it's not always ten. It's oh, it's, really? it's it has it's been a, ten for the past couple of years. But there was a year that they had like eight but, or nine. But it's it was they could have up to ten, but they were always having like eight or nine. I think for they a may while. have changed it where it's just ten. It's just always just okay. Well, that that makes more sense. I noticed yeah. you're on the Oscar page and you're scrolling yeah. down. You think they've got it listed in the order they're going to be presented at the ceremony? Possibly. Uh, possible. No, because production design doesn't come after best picture. Well, hey, you never know. Maybe the, one of the production designers will be there. Or they'll they, run out. Or, wait, or, wait. Or maybe, or maybe it'll or be, uh, maybe it'll be best actor, and they'll just give it to Anthony Hopkins, and, and he won't be there. And, uh, <laughs> and, the, mo- and the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. He's like, I can't. Can you imagine like the, the the meeting where they're like, "Hey, I got an idea. For this year, we don't give best picture last. We give it to the best actor." So that way, if Chadwick wins, it's going to be this big emotional thing with yeah. everybody crying, and it'll be the perfect Hollywood ending. And nobody thought. And then Shyamalan came in and go, "What a twist!" <laughs> hey, nobody said, "Well, what if he doesn't win?" Yeah, and then Anthony Hopkins won, and he wasn't even wasn't there. even there. You see, they needed what's his name, Co. Bibble, there to say, "Your Majesty, this is a battle. I do not think that we can win." <laughs> or that was that was Panaka. That was Panaka. Okay, but um, all right. So, best picture of the year. The nominees are American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. I've seen three of these. I don't think I know what the last three are. Zone of Interest, it's a Holocaust yeah. movie. It sounds extremely... It sounds pretty messed up it's it's about the commandant of is it i think it's auschwitz it is commandant of auschwitz setting up his perfect little family home for him and his family right outside the gates of the compound and it's like from their point of view is it a foreign film um not sure i'm not sure it's i want to check that out it's the producer james wilson is the one is the nominee poor things is that emma stone where it's almost like oh i know about that it's a frankenstein kind of thing with willem dafoe and um it's a perfect Frankenstein. Yeah. Well, John and I went to go see a movie, and the choices were Poor Things or American Fiction. Oh, yeah. Y'all didn't talk about that last episode, did you? Yeah, did no, they not? Did. Yeah, I think we did. did. American Fiction, sure we yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't choose Poor Things mostly because I just wasn't in the mood for that. I wanted something kind of, you know, lighter, a lighter fare. American Fiction kind of turned out to be that plus some drama. But, yeah, I, I kind of I don't know about Poor Things. 
Past Lives is a Asian film, right? Yeah. Zone of Interest, it, it is, it's nominated for international feature as well. So it's, I don't, I'm not sure which film it is. Is it, is it England? Is it an English film? Like, Zone of Interest? I don't think so. We'll, we'll figure it out. What about director, Glenn? So wait, so first of of this, do you agree with this list? <laughs> I mean, I never do, honestly. Like, there's. <laughs> you said you've seen three? I've seen only three of them. The, the well, thing if you is, had to vote for one of them, who would you vote for right now? Uh, shit, currently? Um, probably Oppenheimer. It's Oppenheimer to win. Oppenheimer's I haven't seen win. The Holdovers yet. I, I might actually, if I had to vote, I might actually vote for The Holdovers, but um, I think Oppenheimer. But American Fiction was really good. I think Oppenheimer's uh, a better achievement in it, you know, I, I don't know, yeah. I mean, uh, I haven't seen everything. I would obviously remove Barbie and Killers of the Flower Moon. I would replace at least one of them with Air. I thought that movie was fantastic with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Very forgotten because it came out so long ago. And it came on streaming. Really yeah, it was on Amazon. Quick, yeah. Wow, so Zone of Interest, it's Poland. You know who the first billed person is in the actor is? Sandra Hewler, who oh. is also the star of Anatomy of a Fall. So she had a good year. She had a good year. It was a very good year. She's the star of two Best Picture Best nominations. nominations. All right, so what you want me? You want to go find the director? Director. How about you, John? Who would you vote for? For best picture, either Oppenheimer or The Holdovers, I would think. Huh. Best directing, we have. Who's going to lose to Christopher Nolan? Justine Trier for Anatomy of a Fall. Do Mar- you feel like that's justified? I do. Yeah. Okay. Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. That's not justified. That's a legacy vote. Obviously, yeah, I'm with you. Um, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. This was his masterpiece. He, he's pretty good. Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things. He should win for his name. He's the one that directed um, The Lobster and The Killing oh, of the God. Deer. Oh, God. I saw a that, little bit of The Lobster. That, that kind of makes me less... That movie's twisted. Poor things. And then we have Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. I think I really want to see this movie. Uh, this is this is Nolan. It's Nolan. Nolan. And, and I'm kind of with Ryan. I, Martin Scorsese got the Legacy nominee, but if they would have taken him out... I would have been fine. And I love Martin Scorsese. Who would you replace him with? Um, honestly, um, the holdovers. Um, oh, yes. Alexander Payne. Alexander, Alexander Payne. Payne, yeah. I agree. A million percent with that. So, um, next. That's too much. You can't have a million percent. It only goes Let's up to 100. Let's do Infinity. supporting actress. Supporting actor. Actor in a supporting role. We have Sterling K. Brown from American Fiction. He's incredibly He's good. very good. And that was him. kind of the big shock. That yeah. I really like that guy. That's the dude yeah. from... Um, this Is Us. And he was in Black Panther. What, what else was he in? He, Sterling K. Brown. He's he, been was, in a lot of stuff. Was he in um, Fear the Walking Dead? No, that's, no, Col- no, that's Coleman that's Domingo, Domingo. who was also nominated that's, for Russell. Oh, I, I yeah. knew he was we'll, nominated. We'll get to him in a second. I, I knew he was nominated. I thought that was him. Yeah, Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. Robert De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, that's crap. Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. That's a good one. Ryan Gosling for Barbie. No. And Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. Haven't seen it. Sterling K. Brown for me. Yeah. Oh, it's Robert Downey Jr. I hope Robert Downey Jr., but I really like Sterling K. Brown. I don't know. I didn't get these guys mixed up, but he's really, really good. I'm going with I'm going I'm with Downey. I'm gonna go with Downey because but I, I, I haven't. But seen I will say I haven't seen right. 
I haven't seen Poor Things or American Fiction, which I'm going to remedy. It but. looks like Zone of Interest is only playing in limited releases right now. Yeah, it's locally, it's only at Canal Place, I think. There you go. You can go and get some. Uh, I haven't been to Canal overly Place priced in food. so long. Day, it's day, a Britannia theater now. Yeah. Okay. So I guess now we'll do the actress in a supporting role, or do you want to? Yes, choose, let's or... do the actress in a supporting role. All right, we have. Dress it up. Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer. Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple. I never get a chance to see Me that. Me too. America Ferrer for Barbie. That was the big shock. Jodie Foster for Nyad. And Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. I would go with Divine. Divine. Yeah. Divine, yeah. Divine Joy 100%. Randolph. 100%. Yeah. I really, I really... It, so I'll go with Emily Blunt. I really appreciated Jodie Foster and Nyad. I wish one of you would watch it so I could talk about it. Oh, I'm... Yeah. It's on my list. Just, but, uh, I've been stuck in Fargo for the past. <laughs> well, you'll take care of that now. Yeah. Okay, so um, I guess now we'll go to the leading ladies and leading men. Well, you want to do ladies first, right? Yeah. There you go. Ladies first. Actress in a leading role. We have Annette Benning for Nyad, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Hewler for Anatomy of a Fall, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro and Emma Stone for Poor Things. I don't know what to choose. I, I can only go by what I've seen. And uh, honestly, of all of these, the I've seen Anatomy of Fall and Killers of the Flower Moon, so I have to go with Sandra Hula right Yeah, now. me too. I would pick Annette Benning. Okay. I abstain. Greg is not voting. But I would pick Margot Robbie. Maestro is on Netflix, right? <laughs> Maestro is. It's a, next, it's a Netflix film, yes. Yeah. No Barbie. So now we will go to actor in a supporting role. Um, no, we did supporting. This is leading role. Yeah. Actor in a leading role. Mr. Bradley Cooper for The Maestro. I need to watch that. Coleman Domingo for Rustin. That's also on Netflix. Yes. What is that about? It's about. Uh, it's a, he's a civil rights activist. He's a he was like his last name he, Rustin, right? Yeah, and he was like, he was a gay civil rights activist. But like but like at the time of like Martin Luther King, like does it take place in Louisiana? Or is like my, it's I guess, not his his it's first not name is went to school. His yeah, name no, is it's, Rustin. It's not, it's Rustin not, it's not the, his last name is Rustin. Is that why that? Are, oh no. Okay. They, 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 they don't have many black people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, so yeah, this is yeah. Rust Coleman Domingo for Rustin. Um, Paul Giamatti for the holdovers. So uh, Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Hmm. This is a who's who of actors. I really I want Paul Giamatti. Because I like Paul Giamatti. I haven't seen the movie, but I, I kind of. I would love a Paul Giamatti one. Uh, I would love should, if, It's on Peacock. I, no, I, I plan to watch it. Um, Killian Murphy, I w- I'd be happy if he won, and I'd be happy if Jeffrey Wright won. Yeah, I have these no problem are, any of these. I don't think any of these guys have ever won, have they? No. Because I was just thinking, like, usually I, I tend to go with the one who hasn't won it. Because I, I love. I, when I first saw Oppenheimer, I was like, well, Killian Murphy's going gonna to win. But I think it's. Gi- Giamatti was. I think it's Giamatti. It, it's going to be close. Just because this is, and this is my thoughts on it, when people walked out of Oppenheimer, everyone was talking about Christopher Nolan, they weren't talking about Killian Murphy. I think uh, this is going to be the closest category of the night, I think. Honestly, I think it's, I think right now, just with the buzz from, listen, you know, I think it's between Paul Giamatti and Jeffrey Wright, actually. You think so? I do. Okay. I haven't seen that movie. but It's um, going to be interesting. It will. Any... Um, any other category? You know, let's let's plays. do the screenplays. Okay. Documentary shorts. And then maybe animated feature. Yeah. 
There you go. You know, you got Phil, Killers of Flower Moon got a best of editing. Um, I'm aware of that bullshit. Never. The, the music? He doesn't, he doesn't feel wonderful about it. I mean, this may be a dumb question. but I'm like, sure it's coming from you. So. How can you nominate a film for best editing if you haven't seen more footage that they left out? I get what you're saying, um, but I don't know. Like, That's why this, this category for me has always been hard to judge because I don't know really what they're – like, are they talking about transitions from scene to scene? Or like, like I, I remember, remember, like, thinking Traffic was a really well-edited movie because they incorporated color into telling the different stories in the film. I remember, for some reason, thinking Black Hawk Down was edited really well. Yeah, because that felt really quick. Yeah. This one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's not wrong. Oh, my. <laughs> George Takai over here. Oh, oh, my. All right, so um, I guess we'll start with Adapted Screenplay. One of these is controversial. Yeah, I heard. Which, which, let's uh, get we'll to get, to get to that. So we have The Zone of Interest, written by Jonathan Glazer. Poor Things, screenplay by Tony McNamara. Oppenheimer, written for the screen by Christopher Nolan. American Fiction, written for the screen by Cord Jefferson. And Barbie, written by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. What did they adapt Barbie from? That's the that's doll. what I don't get either. The doll. But Wait, there's no previous. It's, no, but it's it's like it's it's it's, so, it's, it's the it's uh, not original characters. It, yeah, it's it's, 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 it's source it's, material. It's the Glass it. Onion rule. Yeah, Glass Onion was original, but the source was adapted from something else. So, Barbie, the characters of Ken and Barbie and Alan and all of them were adapted from they they were they were taken from other media. Yeah, which put it in adapted screenplay. Well, that's stupid. It's the same thing. I don't have a problem if they want to nominate it for original. It was the same just, thing with Glass Onion. Yeah. Oscars, fucking guys. And that's so. What do you think is gonna win? Before the controversy, <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was gonna be Barbie. I thought it might have been. Yeah, but I could see that. Oh. But um, honestly, now I feel. I, mean, I, I haven't have seen. I haven't I, seen I, honestly, American I, Fiction. I think American Fiction might. Um, and I haven't seen Poor Things or Zone of Interest. Of, but. So I guess that means I would have to vote for Oppenheimer or Barbie, but um Barbenheimer. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think I would probably go Oppenheimer. I mean of those two I probably would, but I think I, for some reason I think American fiction might take this. I mean a lot of people are talking about that movie. Yeah. Original screenplay. We have Anatomy of a Fall, screenplay by Justin Trier and Arthur Hari. The Holdovers, written by David Hemmingson. Maestro, written by Bradley Cooper and Josh Singer. Made December, screenplay by Sammy Birch. And Past Lives by Cecilene Song. And I would vote for The Holdovers ten times. Yeah, I haven't seen all of them yet, but I would go with that. All right, well, the Oscars are going to be interesting. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that, I, from what I remember... Both Saltburn and Napoleon got shut out of everything. Napoleon oh. got nominated for visual effects. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, didn't we say we we're going to do animated? Oh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, you were serious about that? Apparently. There's only a couple. There is. Let's, uh, we could, we could, we, we, we got to do we can't spend we like our time. We like animated films here? We like we animated films. What's, what's wrong with you? We like cartoons. Pistache, come on. Oh. Right. Animated feature film. The nominees are... 
The Boy and the Heron by Hayako Mizaki. That's going to win. Elemental <laughs> by Peter Sohn. I can't believe Elemental. I liked Elemental. I'm just surprised ne- it got a nomination. Pneumonia by Nick Bruno. If someone dies, that's going to win. Robot Dreams by Pablo Berger and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse for me. I still haven't seen it, it yet. It's, it's going to it's gonna be the boy in the heroine. I don't, yeah, I don't think Spider-Verse will win. I need to finish I, Spider-Verse. Like, I started watching it because my little girl loved the first one and she she got kind of bored with it so she asked if we could do something else. So I turned it off and I forgot to go back to it. It's going to be the boy in the heroine. Okay. It's this Miyazaki. He's the one that did Spirited Away. And, yeah, and the, the kid does heroin. So. And the, <laughs> what is it? The, the, the castle. What's the... the Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, and this is his final film, so that's he's getting that. Okay. Um, so the uh, Oscars going to be hosted by it was Jimmy Kimmel again, right? Yeah. So he does a pretty good job. Yeah, he does, uh, and he's on contract or whatever with ABC yeah. for a show. So uh, Sunday, March tenth, we'll figure out. They kind of got Joe Coy to do it. <laughs> but um, so that's. I think they should just let Ricky Gervais host everything. I, that's probably not going to happen. I I, 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 the, yeah, if they wanted people to be entertained. I just love that the Golden Globes, like everybody kept complaining that he was like so outrageous and the go- they brought him back, it was like five, five times. Five times. Yeah. <laughs> just get your little award and sit there. No one cares. <laughs> so, so now we're going to bring back a, a feature we've done a couple of times. we got to fix these Oscars. They, they don't know what they're doing. All right, so it's up to uh, us. Sometimes they do. Sometimes, sometimes. they don't. Sometimes the, it's a little bit of both. For right? the most part, they are fucked up. It's a mixed fucking bag. We gotta fix this shit. Mixed bag! So, um, we do this feature where we pick, randomly pick a year. This yep. time we did it in between 1996 and 2020. Yep. Randomized it. And we go through and figure out Randomized. if the Oscars got it right. or And then, um, you know, what we would change. So... We randomize it, and we pick the year 2010. So this is the 2010 ceremony, so this is movies that came out in 2009, which by looking at it... Stopped recording. So, uh, yeah, as John just intimated, we we, we actually are re-recording this section because... Uh, it's just a few minutes, though. Yeah, we, we got to, to uh, look a, over, and the, there's the a gremlin in the computer. Clearly. Did, the, I did mean, you press a button? Gonna, I, don't, I, I didn't have my elbow near it, so I, I don't think I did. You but, push the button? You miss such wonderful, like Ryan confessed so much about you know he dropped the thing. his life. He really dropped did. Like, thing. <laughs> did, I, did I tell you I showed my daughter Gremlins too? By the way, the new batch. She liked it. The oh. new batch. What was her favorite Gremlin? Um, crazy Eye. The, crazy, googly Eye. Googly Eye Gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to this so we can. I already done it once. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. Once. So okay. we're gonna let's go back. Two thousand nine films. Um, so we're gonna start with the screenplays. I'm going to read the nominees. We're going to see if the Oscars got it right and or if they got I it I want to apologize in, in advance because we went into more detail with this the first time. Yeah. That, that, you need to get a lost. cursory glance of this, but <laughs> this it's is lost to the ages. We'll do the abridged version. We'll go back through it. We'll go back through it. I'm a the, professional here. The, the astute analysis offered by Ryan in previous versions. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I don't know if I can recreate that. I could be a professional here. You can. I can't. All right, so we're going to start with the Best Adapted Screenplay of the 2010 Oscars. So, as I mentioned, these are movies that were released in the year 2009, which was a very interesting year in film. So, Adapted Screenplay. The nominees were Up in the Air by Sheldon Turner and Jason Reitman. In the Loop by Jesse Armstrong, Simon Blackwell, Armando Inatsuchi, and Tony Roche. We had An Education by Nick Hornby. 
District 9 by Neil Blomkamp, and Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire by Jeffrey Fletcher. And the winner was Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. I vote for District 9. I think Up in the Air should have got this. And I'm kind of with John on this. I, I do think it's weird because District 9 was based on a short film. If District 9 had been an original one, I would think this was no contest, but... I feel like I had no idea until you just read these that Nick Hornby wrote in education. Yeah. He's a good writer. Yeah. Hmm. But um, I'm going to go with Up in the Air. I just, that screenplay was very intricate. I, I concur. Yeah. So they got it wrong. They, they got it wrong. Up in the Pixar. air. Yeah. Up in the air. So let me ask you guys something. I just let me answer you, Ryan. Just yeah. thinking, looking at you this. You were thinking. Well, like, when you have like, what is this, one, two, three, five people wrote in the loop. You think they... Like, each wrote different versions, or... Well, sometimes, like, they collaborate, you know, they listen. They collaborate and listen. Sometimes. I'd just be... It would be curious. Stop. <laughs> I know, I know sometimes, like... Every now and again, they stop. Like, scripts get written, and then they get turned over to someone else, and they rewrite parts of it, so they sort of both get credit. But I'm just curious if they actually all five worked together and got an Oscar nomination. If I had to guess, they all five did not work together. That's pretty impressive time. if they didn't and they managed to get an Oscar nomination. I, I don't know that, but that's my guess. Either they, way, I'm impressed with like that. Like, they, they, they could have all written sections or rewritten, but all of them. Um... And it's based, and it's adapted because it was based on the uh, character of Malcolm Tucker that was introduced on the BB TV show, The Thick of It. Yeah. So, right. how about that? Original uh, time. So, yeah, so, so they got it wrong. We got that they wrong. got it wrong. Precious right. shouldn't have won. It should have been up in the air. All right, because you know, Precious is nothing but if not an uplifting movie. <laughs> um, now we're going to the original screenplay. The nominees were Up by Bob Peterson and Pete Docter. A Serious Man by Joel Cohen and Ethan Cohen. The Messenger by Alessandro Cameron and Oren Moverman. Inglorious Bastards by Quentin Tarantino. And The Hurt Locker by Mark Bowl. And the winner was The Hurt Locker by Mark Bowl. And I think I'll go with Up. Inglorious Bastards. I'm going with Inglorious Bastards on this one. I'm going with Inglorious Bastards as well. They got it wrong again, Greg. A previous version of Ryan. and, And I will say, I... I agree with you. Up was a, a fantastic film, although like the opening was damn near pitch perfect. And once the movie started, to me at least, it was fine. But I think people immediately think of that opening. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan objected before in another universe to uh, us saying "Glorious Bastards" because you know it changed history, which uh, is what made it original. I'm just, but also s- Ryan thinks that Ghostbusters Two is not good because of you know. The Statue of Liberty Walk, and I mean, Com- compared to the first one, where yeah. there was a giant marshmallow, giant marshmallow. Walk to the yeah. city. Thank you, because it was plausible. Yeah. Glenn has had to defend I'm, me I'm, on I'm, this. I'm with you on because this. it makes sense. We're not going down the Ghostbuster argument again. Okay, so let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, Mo- moving on. Um, the, all right, supporting next, right? All right, so we'll do supporting actress because I still do ladies first. The nominees were. Anna Kendrick for Up in the Air as Natalie Keener. Maggie Gyllenhaal for Crazy Heart as Gene Craddock. Vera Farmiga in Up in the Air as Alex Gorin. Penelope Cruz for Nine as Carla Albanese. And Monique from Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, as Mary Lee Johnson. And the winner was Monique. And I, I, I think they got this one right. Yeah, I think they got it right. I loved too. Anna Kendrick, but I, I got to agree with Monique on yeah. this one. And and I 
and I'll and I'll I'll say I love Vera Farmiga, and I think she was. I would have actually voted for her. Monique, I thought she was great. I think all all of these actresses are great. Yeah. I just thought Monique might have been a little over the top for me, but it's just me. I would have gone for the more um, understated Vera, but I have no problem. Well, with the Oscars anymore. got lucky. One the other year. day, I was flipping through the channels, and I was on one of the movie channels, and it said nine, and I was like, "What is that?" And I put it on, and I, I forgot that movie even existed. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, it's it's not, it? it's not great. What was it that Kate Hudson had the hit single right? That didn't she sing? Um, what was the name of that song? It was all over the. When that movie came out, something uh, Italian. Is it like? It's not Cinema Paradiso. That's a film. Um, it's something in Italiano, I think. Yeah, I don't know. And then wasn't there another movie that came out? There was an animated thing Wait, called Nine. Yeah. yeah. What was it nominated for Best Song? Because I'll yeah. have that right here. Probably not. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't even remember this. Song I don't know what they're talking about either. Yeah. Greg. There, there was a song from Nine that was nominated, but it was not that one. Obviously, that song we'll, we'll move on. I'll, yeah. I'll look it up while you move on. Yeah, okay. So now we're going to Best Supporting Actor. The nominees were Stanley Tucci for The Lovely Bones, also known as the prequel to Five Nights at Freddy's, the film. <laughs> Christopher Plummer in The Last Station. He played Leo Tolstoy. <laughs> <laughs> War, what is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Woody Harrelson in The Messenger as Captain Tony Stone. Matt Damon from Invictus as Francois Pignard, and Christoph Waltz from Inglorious Bastards as Colonel Hans Landa. The winner was Christoph Waltz. Well, wouldn't you know it? The Oscars correct. got it correct. There was no way to get this one wrong. This it was that was a we threw him a softball. Yeah, yeah, that was an easy choice. Yeah, everyone else was playing checkers. Christoph Waltz was playing chess. That's it was right. Cinema Italiano. Cinema Italiano. So we yeah. yeah. Okay, what do we want to directing? Directing. The nominees were Jason Reitman for Up in the Air, Lee Daniels for Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, Quentin Tarantino for Inglorious Bastards, James Cameron for Avatar, and Catherine Bigelow for The Hurt Locker. And the winner was Catherine Bigelow for The Hurt Locker. I'm fine with this. I agree with this one. I don't have a problem with her winning, but I would have picked Cameron. Yeah. And again, I have no problem with Avatar. For Avatar. Avatar. Because I will say The Hurt Locker was directed very well absolutely and but, i think any one of these if it had won i'd be yeah. fine with it yeah because and uh and i will say what quentin tarantino did in glorious bastards with his like crazy jump cuts with like hugo stiglitz and the things he did with music i thought was very inventive so and lee daniels i mean that just the movie was just so gritty it just made you feel like awful like when you, you needed a shower when it was yeah done. And like just just when you think oh this movie can't get any more depressing oh by the way before it ends she's got AIDS too see you later that's that's a very so spoilers (laughs) so again if I were voting I might have gone for Tarantino but that just might be me but I have no problem with Catherine Bigelow taking so they got another one right that's three in a row this is getting weird okay so now we're gonna go to best actress the nominees were Meryl Streep as Julia Child and Baloney (laughs) Julie and Julia. (laughs) Gabari Sibidi? Gabari Sibidi. Sibidi. The D is first. The D is first. Sidibe. 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 Oh, Italian. Yeah. Yeah. Coco. Just say it Italian. Gabari Sidibe. Sidibe. The D is first. Sidibe. Sidibe. There you go. Dominic the Coco. Buongiorno. Um, and anyway, she played Precious in a movie called Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Clarice Precious Jones. 
That's, <laughs> that's right. She played Carlise Precious Jones. All right. Then we had Carrie Mulligan. She played Jenny Mellor in An Education. Helen Mirren. She played Sophia Tolstoy in The Last Station. And Sandra Bullock as Leanne Tuoy in The Blind Tui. Side. Yeah. Tui. And the winner was Sandra Bullock. I think I would go with Gabourey Sidibe. I probably would, yeah. too. But Sandra Bullock was very good in that movie. But, but yeah, I'd probably go with Gabourey Sidibe. I never did see the last station with the, about the Tolstoy. Me neither. I didn't either, and I didn't see Julie and Julia. I saw. An education, Carrie Mulligan was very good. I, I honestly, yeah. Carrie Mulligan's usually really good. Yeah, she yeah. tends to always be nominated. How many times have we been nominated? Yes, it's her well, name you know too. what? I'm going to give it to her just because <laughs> she's always nominated. All right, but I have no. But either way, the Oscars didn't get it right. They didn't get it right. Sidibe nope. wins. They didn't get it right. So I think that's what three right, three wrong for them. I think. We, but we'll go with it. You can right. look at the records later. Okay. So now we got best actor. Yeah, because we got two more. And eight is enough. Oh no! There we go. Enough. Yeah. All right. But anyway, he thinks. Whatever. So we got the best actor. The nominees were Jeremy Renner as Sergeant First Class William James in The Hurt Locker, Morgan Freeman as Nelson Mandela in Invictus, Colin Firth as George Falconer in A Single Man, George Clooney as Ryan Bingham in Up in the Air. And Jeff Bridges as Otis Bad Blake in Crazy Heart. And the winner was Jeff Bridges. So, I've actually never seen Crazy Heart. I have. It's it's good. It's, it's very good. good. In fact, He's good mean, in it. And it's good because of Jeff Bridges. And the song, which may have actually won, did the song from that win? Ryan Bingham, I think, yeah, won. Yeah, it did. You know what? That, we'll, we'll, we'll go down. That's a we'll that's a good that's a really good song. I, yeah, I, I would go with Clooney because I've never seen. But I mean, I don't. I, it, actually, Clooney was that, very good. If it's not Jeff Daniels, then it's going to be Jeff Daniels. Jeff I'm sorry, Jeff Bridges. Oh, I mean, I, I don't want to take anything away from Jeff Bridges. Kind of love him as an actor, so I'm. But fine I would go him. with Clooney if it wasn't Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll say they got this one right. Uh, yeah. Right, do you want to do you want to look at the best songs? So we'll have eight. You you can start moving on. I'll go. I'll slide down to that. And, okay. Uh, well, we're going to go to best picture next. And we had 10 nominees this year. The nominees were Up in the Air, Up, A Serious Man, Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, Inglorious Bastards, An Education, District 9, The Blind Side, Avatar, and The Hurt Locker. And the Best Picture winner of the 2010 Oscars was The Hurt Locker. This was a, a very interesting year in film. Man, it's a lot of good movies. Man, I tell you. And for some reason, The Hangover wasn't nominated. No. It should have been. I, I, I was only kind of half joking. <laughs> I, I think it should have been. I mean, I never saw A Serious Man, but I feel like we'd take that up. I saw A Serious Man. It's a little pretentious, I think. If I'm going by movies that I have rewatched the most... Since 2010, that's on this list, it's out of two films, and that would be Avatar and District Nine, and I easily got to go District Nine. You see, I was going to go with Up in the Air. I, would say I, I don't have a problem air. with that at all. That is a, an amazing movie. I'm with Glenn. I, I, like Up in the Air is one too. Whenever it's on, I watch it again. And as always, I, I just I think that's faster. Just like that for me too. Yeah. All right. So they got it wrong. We know that. And the award goes to Up in the Air based on our voting. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with that. Awesome. And that, that footnote it was the the weary kind by Ryan Bingham and T Bone Burnett. Yeah, T Bone. <laughs> no T Bone. That, that's a that's a really good song. But the, I mean, I think the by going through this, I forgot. Like 2009 was a very 
cool year. For it was a good film. year for yeah, movies. Good movies. It was a very and it was good year. yeah. It was a, it was a lot of different types of movies too. So, but um, guess we'll see. Um, and the Hurt Locker won for best editing, and I agree with that. It, it was, was a good. It was, it's a very well edited film. Yeah, very well edited. What has Catherine Bigelow done lately? Uh, man, I feel like she has done something recently. I'm, let me think. Or actually just look it up. Cause I don't yeah, know. he's not really thinking, guys. He's, <laughs> he's going to Google. I'm going to look it up because I don't know. Well, no, I had it up. I just clicked on her name. Let's see what we got. Zero Dark Thirty was the last thing. Oh, nice. That's been a oh, while, no, Something called... She did Detroit? Did she Is direct that? that? The Detroit, that thing with John Boyega? Yeah. I don't know if she yeah, directed. Yeah, she directed... Ka- yeah, Holy directed shit. by Catherine Bigelow. I didn't know that. Well, that was her last thing in 2017. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So she's in seven years? Wow. I didn't know she fun. directed that movie. Did she retire? Or... I don't think so. I don't think so. I think she's just real. If you look at her filmography, it seems like she's always been kind of picky. She directed K-19, The, the Widowmaker? She did. <laughs> I didn't know that. She also directed Strange Days. I did know that. That's a great I movie. I love that movie. That was a Because if you look at her filmography, I mean, like you said, it was Zero Dark Thirty was before Detroit, and that was 2012 to 2017. So, I mean, and before that was The Hurt Locker. And so she kind of takes her time. Good for her. Yeah. Excellent. So guys, let us know if we uh, if we got it right. If if, if you know, maybe you thought the Oscars we did. Were, were, yeah, we we did. It, that's a spoiler. Um, you know, give us your opinions, but we, you know, Ryan won't take them. Hell no. <laughs> uh, remember, there are many places and platforms to listen to us on. You can go to Spotify for podcasters. You, you, I got it right. You got, you got one. You can go to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, really anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And please, the only thing we really ever ask you, because it really helps us out here at the show, is if you, you know, like, subscribe, and share. And if you want to give us a grant. I don't yeah, know. that also, yeah. Give, give Knox a grant. Give Knox, yeah. <laughs> King of the Wicker people. Um, and also, you can find us on all kinds of social media platforms. You can follow us at The Austin Village Podcast or on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, X, and you can follow us at awesome.village.pod on TikTok. This has been Greg. Ryan. John. I'm Glenn. We'll see you next week.